AGM coming in, and we're back. Greedy drops his soap, while Dane's dropping facts. Three's better than two if you understand the meaning. White boy up, so we introduce Keenan. Mercenaries in underwear, they can stay put. We have football on our tongues, just minus the foot. Rugby league group showers while drinking for claims. And we're bringing this bullshit any given Monday. I said any given Monday. Yeah, any given Monday. Any given Monday. Yeah, any given Monday. I said any given Monday, baby. I should get it. Here it is. Here we are. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's excited. Technical difficulties (laughs) at the wazoo. We've been here for about 40 minutes trying to organise some shit. New studio. um, New regular co-host. Freddy, Kino, how are we? Yeah, good, 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 good man. to be here. Yeah, so Keenan's a new one, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Nice and fresh and clean in the new studio. No more rape dungeon. Hey, rape vibes. It's just the vibes. We weren't really saying the rape word last no. time. We'd yeah. No more R. New studio, bro. It's a, you can say new yeah. words now. So. Say whatever you want, bro. Yeah, we got to see before we were working out the how that the echo is going to be. So we got to, s- before we get more soundproofing, we got to have the, it's turned down low at the moment. You guys keep talking for a sec. Yeah, um, yeah. We just sort of have a bit of a test run this week, I suppose, in the first week in the in the new joint, and then we'll we'll obviously fix any any problems we've got. If you hear any problems or see any problems with the videos and stuff like that, send us a message or something. We'll we'll sharpen that up for next week. Freddie's a bit of a a tech guru himself. He well, he likes to think so. Bro, I'm straight off YouTube. I'm just watching <laughs> other geeks do it and then following on. Just calling them nerds, or you're trying to learn what they're doing. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. Um, do you guys, I was just going to ask before, do you, you remember that cunt um, Jackson that used to do funny clips on the Gold Coast? It was oh like... Yeah. Uh, Jackson O'Doherty or yeah. something yeah. like that. Yeah. And I was watching a podcast today and he's full like made it over in the States as well on yeah. uh, doing OnlyFans. Yeah. So he's doing porno on o- yeah. OnlyFans. Yeah, because he's missus. She's got a large following on Instagram. Well, yeah. Who's she? Where's she from? She's like an she's American. Model, yeah. She's an Insta model and she's American, yeah. Yeah. And... Yeah, they just fucking get around it on <laughs> o- on OF. And yeah, he said he's making like three mil a year now. Jesus, <laughs> fuck, fucking not better than any given Monday, but so mm. that's hard. Fuck, well I'll put I'll fuck both of you cunts if it's <laughs> you know I'll set up an OnlyFans and and you guys can train me. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, nah, it's yeah. all good. <laughs> train you in footy maybe. Oh, classic day. Here we go, here we go. <laughs> I don't know if you're talking about the R word again or if we're <laughs> consenting to this. Okay. No, I'm consented. If we, we pick up that kind of gap. Oh, three mil for yeah. one railing. I'd do yeah. it. Three <laughs> mil, three guys, one railing. <laughs> we do a fucking pay-per-view event. <laughs> do it live stream. Yeah. Problem is, we're all shit. to be the co-main anyway. There'd be some other group in that country. Yeah, you guys would blow too quickly. It'd last for about two minutes. Yeah, no, two one's, minutes. Pa- no one's paying for that shit. Fuck. Two minutes is a good effort. It's generous, yeah. Even with two pumps. <laughs> Fucking hell. You watch any footy on the weekend, boy? <laughs> <laughs> um, I did, but it was so fucking long ago that I, I don't remember what happened. Um, yeah. where do we, What do we start off with on the Thursday night? Was uh, yeah, we all know what we started with. And <laughs> We've yeah. started again with a few positives to take out of the game, but very few. Like Closer down. Yeah, ve- like being a Bronx fan, watching games every week, Every week you're like, oh, we've done this all right and this all right. And then 
everything else dog shit. And then we'll do one thing good one week and then come back the next week and we'll do that thing shit out but pick up something else all right. So it's not like we're building on anything. We're just doing every week we're getting one or two things right and that's it. So like it's only going to get harder, Penrith, this week. So I don't know where we go from here. South looked all right, bit bit scrappy. They played without Cody Walker, but Benji just um, jumped straight into his shoes and killed it, mm. as you'd expect, being a being a career fucking gun. With no pressure. Really. No, no Every pressure, week, no exactly. pressure. How good's he gone now? No pressure, he just kicks it. He couldn't give a fuck. But yeah, I, I don't know. South looked all right, and the Bronx were fucking ugly. We seem to be starting a lot of games well, and then it gives you a bit of hope when you're watching those yeah. games, and then you kind of get to that second half point, and you're thinking, oh, fuck, what's coming in this half? Yeah. They play, they, they've kept a couple of teams to, you know, low scores in the first half, like... And apart um that Rabbitohs game, they actually it was what twelve six or something, mm. but then that was like five minutes before halftime. Then they went into halftime being eighteen six from that fucking two point field goal, and it just made the score look way worse than yeah. it should have. And then you kind of you think, oh fuck, something's gonna be coming in this second half because Broncos usually mm. only got fucking twenty twenty five good, good minutes, minutes in them. And they just seem to give up. Same mm. with, same in the Melbourne game. They were up six nil until ten minutes for half time. Papinelson scores four tries in <laughs> ten <laughs> minutes, and then that's game over. Like they don't come back out in the second half. So yeah, well sixteen nil in against the Eels in the first round, and you think, fuck, are we back? Are yeah. we back? It gave gave you a glimmer of hope, but yeah. then they just start to disappoint as usual, and you just fucking, yeah. what do you do, hey? But that yeah, and and it's also, it's. It's weird things that, like, I think the interchange hasn't been the best for him as well, and also like how how much confidence you put in your halves when you change halves at the end of yeah. that. Yeah, and I'm not saying like Kevy's making a mistake, but it's like, yeah. but and also with dropping Milford, I would expect. I know that Milford's been fucking on the outer, but I'd expect to at least be um, dropping Croft before Milford. Yeah. Well, because you're dropping your the guy that you're starting, you're dropping, but the guy you're bringing on for ten minutes, you're given a go again yeah. it's it, that's fucking weird i just me. think in that rotation they're, they're they're putting a half on the bench to cover a half spot and it's like every other decent successful club if they've got someone on the bench they're a genuine utility they're coming on playing nine they're running around the middle they're not going on and taking their half back off the field like that does no confidence for dearden 10 minutes to go gets gets dragged he feels like he's done everything wrong and then doesn't give croft anything because he's got 10 minutes to work when we're usually getting pumped so He's how's he going to do anything there? We'd ra- I'd rather see him drop Croft, bring Corey Pakes onto the bench, and give um, Turpin a ten minute spell either side half time. And then say Turpin, you got thirty minutes each half, run the ball at least five times, and let's fucking get this sh- get this ship going. You know, at least then with Pakes there, he's a genuine utility. You got he's a hooker, can play halves. If at a pinch, you can put him in the outside backs. You know, like there's flexibility there with Croft. I, with Croft, the way we're going now, the only way we can do it is do that. Because Croft's not a good enough defender to go in and play hooker for fucking 25 minutes. He'll get killed. Yeah. It's just... We don't leave and he's not a good options. enough defender. In, yeah. in, for NRL defence, he's not good enough to be in, the, in be in the middle either. Yeah. He makes some, makes some great tackles on the edge and then makes some terrible decisions in defence yeah. and makes some bad efforts. But it's like, for someone coming off the bench, you look at Penrith, they bring Tyrone May on and he plays... Hooker, they get an injury. He played half a game at fullback when Dylan Edwards went down and brained it. Like, it, he just comes on and does his job. And pretty much all the good sides are having this at the moment. Raiders got Saliva Harvilli who plays back row, lock, hooker, fucking anywhere. 
They just need need more options out of that utility. Fuck off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've got a new studio horse as well. Playing that head job roulette where we don't know which one's getting sucked <laughs> off. Oh. <laughs> On your bed, Leo. <laughs> and then we had we went to the Warriors Eagles. I didn't watch that. Oh. I watched a highlight because I saw the score. Mm. Yeah. That was a bit of a game. People on Facebook I saw were ragging it, saying how shit it was. But I was just so happy to see a tight game, you know. Like, we've been watching blowouts. Like, even the close games these days are, like, 30 to 16 or 30 to 12. It's like, fuck. And this game was, like, there was two tries each half. And it was just tight. And both teams had opportunities. And both teams fucking made a few shit areas. And came down to the wire. And it was entertaining the whole way. And then... Jerry Evans fucking saves the day with his boot again. Yeah, uh, it was um, it was good to see for Manly fans, what, uh, especially for Cherry Evans, keep being on the back end of some bad criticism early, early in the season. <laughs> early in the season, and then um, for him to come out and do that, play that like play as well as he did, and kick that 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 goal, it sort of takes the monkey off Manly's back. They finally got a win, and Cherry Evans as well. Because he was the one who really, really led him to the win. Like, he led him around the park all day. And he was the one to kick that field goal. So, no, it was a, it was actually a pretty entertaining game. You know, it's funny, listening to the commentary team, um, I think on Thursday night, or it was Thursday or Friday night, they were saying, oh, do you think that Reynolds or someone is the best half in Australia over Cherry Evans? Like, the commentary team mentioned Cherry Evans is one of the best halves at the moment. Mm. And I'd be, like, thinking... I was thinking, shit, I haven't watched a lot of Manly games because so I fucking never watch Manly. Yeah. But is is he playing... Has he been playing at the level of where he'd be considered a halfback for Australia at the no, moment? No, well, he's, he started the year slow. Like, they've been, they've been talking about him as saying he's in this massive form slump and he needs to snap out of it because um, Cleary's far and away the best half in the league. Yeah. Nathan Cleary, far and away. And they're just saying, like, once he even comes to origin... Terry Evans versus Cleary, if that's what it is in the form they're in now, it's a landslide win. Yeah. I uh, think that actually, sorry, I think that's what it was. It was, it was the Panthers game and they were saying Cleary over Evans. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, for Definitely. sure. Yeah. yeah. That's what it was. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, because he started the season real bad. That's what I was saying. It's sort of a bit like a bit of weight off his back, knowing that his team got a, finally got a win, a tight win, and he was the one to, to lead him around. Mm. And he, he had a... A good try assist early with a great kick, long kick to Jason Saab, who's like the fastest man on the planet. It was just a scrum play. Scrum in their own end. He gets it off the back of the scrum and kicks the fuck out of it. And Saab just absolutely blitzes it down to the other end and blows everyone off the park and scores a try. It's pretty good. So, Terry Evans um, feel good about his game and he's kicked another one. He seems to just, any time there's a close game, Manly seem to win him because Terry Evans is... Got that drop kick, didn't fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Does, it, does that just show though, like, just proves when teams that are shit, are they shit just because their halves are shit? Like when even when, the, mm. like Manly got Cherry Evans, and when he's off his game, they get fucking pumped, and then when he comes out and has a great game, they get a win, and then you like see Broncos, and they never have good games with their halves. Yeah. Bulldogs like, like Flanagan hasn't really been doing that much. I don't even know who that seven is. Yeah, well, it definitely doesn't help if your halves are playing shocking. As everyone knows, they're the blokes get you in the park. But it, as long as all the working pieces are going, so like Manly a few times this year have had their forwards have just been off. And like 
even if Cherry Evans was to have a blinder, he can't if he's playing on the back of fucking shit forward play, you know? Like, if your pack's getting dominated, the half can't do much about it. So, if the pack's going forward and then the half has a good game as well, geez, you're pretty much going to win the game. But, back to your question, like, yeah, if the half's, if the half's brain in it, it's usually the way it goes. Well, everyone on the team, when you're looking for that person to, you know, get everyone going, everyone's usually looking towards that half because that's mm-hmm. like, even if they're not the captain, they're kind of the, still the guy that is the top of the team usually. Yeah, and sides like Manly, they don't have a good nine. Like, it's not like in past times, like, say for Melbourne, for example, like Cam Smith for so long, you didn't have to look at the seven because the nine was there and even now the Raiders, they look to Josh Hodgson a lot because he's experienced, he's got a good kicking game out of nine and stuff like that. So they can lean on their, their hooker just as much as they can their seven, whereas Manly have nothing. They've got a old Kieran Foran who's just making terrible decisions in defence <laughs> and offence. You don't rate him, eh? I, I used to. I yeah. used to think he's good, but I do, he's just passed it for me. And if I was a Manly fan, I'd be getting him out and Schuster in there straight away. Josh Schuster, they got this young kid in the back row. He's... Been playing 80 minutes in the back row the last few weeks, killing it. Ball skills are crazy, big boy. And he's 19, I think. Get him in there and just fucking blood him. Like, let him run around. And now Tom Trevojevic has been named this week. Mm, that was I surprising. See, I don't see why you wouldn't just get him in there and let him go. Yeah. They need to go in the market and buy a hooker. Because without a good hooker there, Cherry Evans, if he's, if he's off, you lose. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they do. Yeah, and they also need to get a full, a kind of like a fullback in there. Oh, well, Tom's yeah, back, Tom's is he? Back, yeah. yeah. Just need that. The question is, how long yeah. is he going to stay? Yeah, yeah that's it, man. If he, he, could, he could get, body. he'll get to top speed this weekend and just yeah. not go down again. He's like. the key to a freaking um, manly. <laughs> 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 um, and then, yeah, I watched that Panthers Raiders, and I was, I think I was telling Keenan, but I haven't seen, when I've been watching TV, I haven't seen Canberra ever play. I've always watched their losses. and, oh, and right. In their win, because it seems like Canberra are, so they've got White and Wright. He's not leading the team around. Yeah, it's and the then, Williams, yeah. What's that? It's Williams, the other yeah, half. Yeah, yeah, so you've got Williams too, but when he's not on, they're off. You mm. know, because the the hooker isn't a lead around hooker either. Yeah, yeah, and then when, well, he just swaps in and out because they've got two hookers on the bench. So yeah, I don't know what the system is. I don't know what Ricky's doing. Like for me, Jack White and last year was a Dally M winner. Yeah, he's arguably the one of the best going around, and he doesn't get the footy in his hands. Like earlier in the year, I was watching Raiders games, and Williams was playing both sides of the ruck, and um, the ball was barely ever even getting in the Whiten's hands. You know, I was like. Why, why would you have the Dally M winner trot him out at 5'8 and not let him play with the footy, you know? Like yeah, they, sometimes they almost use him as a centre in that sixth yeah. role. Like. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's weird because Canberra aren't the sort of team that play a sort of style where the fullback is a ball player either. Like a lot of sides, like your Dragons, they use Dufty a lot to play ball at the back. Um, Pappenhausen does it really well. Latrell's probably the best at it. Just comes in and plays ball at the back. So f- for them to have Klockstad there, who doesn't really do that too much... It's weird that they don't use both, don't utilize both halves. It's sort yeah. of like Hodgson gets him around when he's on the park, and Williams is there all the time. And then when Hodgson goes off, everything's Williams. It's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're not a fan of Williams, are you? Spraying him the other. Well, day. yeah, I think he's. I think it. He Williams. I and again, I haven't watched enough Canberra, but he's probably. 
like what I've seen because he's, I've only seen him against the better teams. And I think Raiders is a real Raiders would be that um, like if you're a boxer and you're going for the title, Raiders would be the team you play before you yeah. reach the title. Yeah. That's what they seem like this year. They've the top, top tier yeah. team, like you got your Melbourne and your Panthers, maybe your Roosters. I think did they beat oh. the Roosters or? But you've got them, and then you got Raiders just sitting under there, yeah. and then it's the rest of the pack. I feel. Well, that's yeah. They're talk, talking about that a lot, like these days, about the d- divide in the competition and these top sides having like superiority over the bottom sides and just being far and away dominant. And they talk about this top six, which is like obviously everyone knows our top six sides, but it's to a point where it's getting towards the top three or four. So you're looking at your Panthers, your Storm, your Bunnies and the Roosters when they're healthy, but they seem to have dropped out. So sort of more looking at a top four. Yeah. And um, then you got the gap there, which is the middle teams like your para, I feel, are, are your number one contenders. They're the ones that are just below it with Canberra there as well. And then you got the next sort of tier now with the Titans and the Knights. If the Knights are healthy, they can get in there and the Sharks. And then after that, it's just falls off a cliff, and everyone else is just trying to yeah, tread water. Yeah, it should be bottom. like just to go over beer, boys. Just oh. play a little comp. Yeah, <laughs> that's shit, but eh? Like, yeah, it's yeah. so it, you can't even you don't even think anyone can be like kind of a dark horse anymore. Yeah. But this y- season, but it's all yeah, it's also like the team. I think the teams that have adjusted to these new rules better yeah. than the others. You know, with especially with fitness, and it's turned it more back into without without doing the uh, the interchange rule. <laughs> Um, making that less they've yeah. kind of done it through these rules yeah. so people are more out on their feet out on the field so I think the teams just have that time to adjust it's like remember that year when Parramatta would tackle tackle people let them get up and just keep playing until they yeah. got yeah, back got to the line got to could, the line yeah. it's like it's it's because it's new and fresh it's it, the other yeah. teams haven't adjusted that worked for Parramatta that year and then they yeah. fucking w- were all just, over it yeah. the next yeah um it's just the way the game's changed and some teams changed with it and some teams didn't. So I feel like this divide we have now, surely it can't be forever because the clubs down the bottom are obviously doing everything they can to get off it. So it's only going to be a matter of time. might be a couple of years. These bottom sides are going to go and buy players. They're going to go and get coaches. They're going to get educated in the new game. Because yeah. you, you're not going to stay down the bottom forever. No club wants to lose, you know. So they'll do everything they can to get better as long as... This brand of footy we're seeing now stays for for the like obviously the immediate future. Then these clubs are just going to learn and learn, and we should tighten back up. But once we had that first initial split, some took it and ran with it, and some were reluctant. And it's obvious because these teams are out here and these teams are back here. Yeah, but it's all it's all cycles. Like it, it's just all cycles of fucking. It's just that some of the teams that are on the bottom have never really been down there mm. a lot. You yeah. know, like. They they seem to like, once they get there, they spend a couple of seasons down and then they take a while and then it starts to shift. Yeah. Momentum shifts and then they end up back there. So hopefully the Broncos can fucking get back there. Yeah, but I get (laughs) shitty. Like I watch the Titans highlights and I get shitty watching for fee to play, man. Like it fucking pisses me off. He should have been number one. Don't care about anyone else we fucking sign. Fafita's just what scoring three tries in that game, and he looked yeah. like he literally. Can you imagine? Like can you imagine if we got him on you know, on our OnlyFans thing? <laughs> <laughs> You're talking five mil, yeah, yeah and well, I'm dead probably. No <laughs> did you like? Did you see the tries he scored? Mm. It would look like it was. You know when you're in like under. 12s and there's that one big giant fuck <laughs> who's like obviously yeah. 16 already and he's the 
fucking size of a doorway and he just runs over every kid in front of him. That's what it looked yeah. like. That's what I pictured when I seen him score a hat-trick because that's basically what he did to the fucking Broncos the other yeah. the other week. That's what Groz used to do when he was a kid. He used to just eat the little kids around him and then score. Like, Cause, yeah, that's what it looked like. One of his tries, he got to the fullback and I don't think he even put a step on. Like, yeah, he was Paul, just like, I don't think Ponga wanted anything yeah, yeah, to do with it. Brush. Ponga was like, I'm coming back from a shoulder injury. I'm nowhere near this big fucker. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> Right, for the Broncos to let him go, surely we've the ret- recruitment retention committee has got to just yeah. sit down and have a good hard look at themselves. And we just lost Reese Walsh. We just lost Sam Walker last year, who's now braining it, fucking killing it, absolutely braining it. We lost Brandon uh, Brandon Paycora. We lost Jack Harworth. Like fuck Broncos are these. just fucking like these. Wrong. There's like five or six of the best young up and coming guns, and we've let them all go. Yeah. And all all this so we can keep paying Milford a million dollars and sign Croft and re-sign players like yeah. fucking Lodge and, and yeah. Yeah. try and give, fucking give Flegler give like Flegler a shitload money. of money like for fuck. And sake. I swear they're talking, they're telling the um, commentators to talk Flegler up. Like all, all Flegler. I see in that forward pack is like apart from Payne Haas, it's just blokes that are just they just <laughs> do their jobs you know what i mean yeah. like they but they don't do the job yeah. i think Carrig- they don't do anything special they just fucking like have his work up. ethic he goes like he goes well in that pack i think yeah. i think carrigan but carrigan is uh i sort of i liked when he went to to lock played bigger minutes but then the more i see of him the more i feel like he's got to be in the front row because what he does in his game so good is he takes hit ups and makes tackles whereas the way the game's gone these days your lock needs to be out there ball playing. Like, all the best teams have ball playing locks. Like, if you don't have a lock with good leg speed, ball playing, like Panthers have Isaiah Yo, um, Melbourne have the Cheese, Victor Radley, Cameron Murray, all these guys. Like, these are all the best in in the game. And we've got Carrigan running out there. And having, just having doing tw- big hit-ups. Having 22 hit-ups a game, which is yeah. epic. Do that in the front row. Let's get a fucking lock in there. Well, he, he literally gets the ball. ball and he'll just angle in with no intention of yeah. going out the back and or then, even looking for yeah. anything. And then another stat comes up. Another guy that we just let go again, McCulloch, he's leading the tackles yeah. in the league. Yeah. He's well, a fucking everyone brick knew, axe everyone man. knew that was going to oh, happen. Right. Fuck. And St. Georgia just becoming fucking the next Bronco, <laughs> yeah. the old Broncos <laughs> team. Yeah. <laughs> and it's working for him. They've got a. What four wins on the trot now, and they're they're looking fucking primed. Ready they start. They do start like that a lot of every season. Yeah, almost. Much. Let's see but if they can hold on. And saying that, they got fingered round one, and pretty much the whole NRL community, including myself, had a earmarked for a bottom four finish. And then they've come out. You got to give credit to Hook, Anthony Griffin, because he has got them fucking firing. And the way they defend is fucking epic. They got front rowers like Blake Laurie, who's 115 kilos. Looks like a fucking Teletubby. Yeah. Shooting out of the line and bashing blokes. Yeah. Like bashing. And then once he bashes them, you got big giants like Fui Maono and Paul Vaughan just fucking landing on him too. Tarek Sims looking like yeah, a I fucking 100 meter I sprinter. Ju- I could definitely see him jumping on that train this yeah. year. Right. Shut up, Freddy. <laughs> the only train that you want is the train that you were talking about before. <laughs> only train you want is the David Vivita. <laughs> But um, bro, he wouldn't fit through the door. You couldn't <laughs> have him under here, bro. You talk about um Sam Walker before, so I watched the after I read about the game, and then they are talking about how much he single handedly won him the game. Yeah. And then when when I was watching the highlights, and they bring up how he's seventy eight kilos, man. He's oh, he's, he's weighing seventy eight kilos playing fucking NRL. He'd be the lightest by 
Yeah, a large 10 margin. kilos? Large you think? Nah, yeah. isn't Puppy's not that heavy, oh, is he? Oh, yeah, Pu- Puppy's 86 or something like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, but when, he when, was when Puppy started, when got he, there, was when Puppy light, started he was very light. Yeah, yeah, he's just a dead set rake, and he's still got to fill out. He's only, only 18, so once he fills out, he's doing some things like... And in the first half, um, they were versing Cronulla, obviously, and Wade Graham, an experienced head, hard, good back rower, was giving him a few nightmares, just running at him and just... On him all day. Every time he had a kick, Way Graham was fucking there. And Way Graham went down with a head knock. And in the second half, or in late in the first half, Way Graham was gone with a head knock. It would have been easy for a young kid like Sam Walker to go into half time, bit rattled, and just sort of, you know, stay in his shell for the second half and, and just plotter along and try and get through the game. But 10 minutes to go, he's down and he's throwing 30 meter cutouts, hitting blokes on the chest. And then he's. Taking on, taking on the line, ducking through a few and diving over yeah. for a winning try. Hit that pass twice, and, didn't he? Yeah, one on the left, one on the right. Yeah. It's not like he was just fucking down his channel. He's just... <laughs> Shut <laughs> the fuck <laughs> up with that phone, bro. <laughs> Leo's just eating the postman in the background. <laughs> yeah, but how long has he signed with Roosters? I, he, they've just talk, started conversations to re-sign. So I think they signed yeah. him two years and I think Roosters go, right, oh, we're going to give this kid forever, like... We might as well just lock. They'll probably give him another three and just just bank that money, you know. Because yeah. if you can get him now and you can pay him, obviously you're still going to have to pay him good money. But in a year and a half, he could be a million-dollar player. So if you can get him now and give him 600 for five years. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to be picked up in here, is it? That? Yeah, it will. Do you will want it? Me, yeah, do you want me to get the bone off you? Just fucking take him outside and give him an old <laughs> uppercut. <laughs> That's a good thing about the Roosters, like with their recruiting, and now they've got Walker there and that. If they can keep Walker, Joseph Suwali, and then keep all these old heads they got around, like they got the Morris boys and Hargreaves and that, just for a couple more years, just till they get this new crop in, get some experience under Mentor. them. Mentor. They just tick on, you know. These are what the good sides are doing. They're just ticking on. Instead of being a side like... Um, the Bulldogs, once all the age goes, and like the Broncos too, once all the experience left, we just um, we just hit a wall. These clubs mm. are bringing these young fellas through and debuting them while the old boys are still there. Yeah, we, we did the opposite of that. Yeah. We kind of let them all phase out and then tried to start a whole new team with all young blokes and zero experience. Yeah. Even and blokes that get ma- that have massive raps on them coming, coming through juniors, at the Broncos, <laughs> that was just too hard for them. They couldn't get a run, so like... Instead of just working them into into the side any way possible, we just leave them in reserve grade and then we end up watching them walk. Like we're losing blokes. Like Joy Arrow was fucking talked up big at the Broncos. And he was a big name coming through and then got there, played yeah. played a season off the bench, and his second season halfway th- halfway through, he's still coming off the bench and then signed down the coast. And the first season he was down the coast, he's starting lock and fucking brained it. Played Origin. Every single player that's left in the last like three four years is just. At their own clubs, fucking killing it now. Killing it, yeah, yeah. And we we take notice more because we've been Broncos supporters. Every yeah, single that's Bronco why we mention Broncos yeah. every five fucking minutes. Yeah, yeah. And it's it just hurts your heart every time you say that name. But um, I did watch that Tigers Cowboys, and then I oh, and oh, seen him get booed off at halftime, and because yeah. that we yeah, that was the Tommy Rodonikus game, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that it, was a fuck man on Friday night Fitler. I think it was the Rabbits game that I was watching, but Fittler goes... <laughs> they were talking about something defense and, and Fittler's on... He's on the field doing the commentary and he's like, oh, old Tommy Rodonikis would be rolling around in his... Up there. 
Because as, yeah, as he was saying it, yeah. I was like, is he going to fucking yeah. say in the grave? But he yeah. was like, we would be rolling around in up there. Yeah. He just realised on the spot he wouldn't even And know. the other commentary, I think, caught on because they were straight onto something else. Yeah. There was another one on the weekend, a good one they picked up. I think it was, I think it was Corey Norman and he had a sideline interview with Joey and he comes out and then he's just like, Joey asked him, oh, how are you going? It's half time as they're walking off. You know, they're doing those interviews now. Yeah. And he said, oh, how's it going? How's it feel? There he goes, oh, yeah, good. If we can if we can get through our sets in the second half, we'll win the game. He goes, how about that that um their line speed on, on your kick pressure? He goes, oh, yeah, it's pretty fucking... And just <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, oh, fuck. And then he had to backpedal pretty quick. <laughs> I was like, he actually just swore on live TV. And, and Freddie's just... Uh, Joey's just laughing his ass off. It's because <laughs> Normie's just fucking doesn't think about anything. And he just talks exactly the way that he would... He mustn't In know. Real he life. mustn't know the rules on live oh, TV. Shut <laughs> up, there are rules, and you got to know them. <laughs> um, yeah, but that was a fucking sweet game to watch. Show the Tigers and Cowboys, because uh, yeah, it was yeah, they were they were, they were hit back, and there was one play that totally fucked them. But yeah. like they, um, the play, yeah, the well, the Cowboys shot out to a f- like pretty dominant lead, commanding the whole first half. Tigers getting booed off at the at the half time. Madge Maguire is kicking chairs, throwing pens, and fuck, just trying to blow holes through the glass in his in his coach's box. Get down to halftime, he must have got a hold of them because they came out in the second half and and they put in. They looked like they scored some great tries, and then um, that play down that right edge, it, um, there's a try scored by David Nofaluma, and James Roberts is just having a picnic in the line and he gets pulled up for a fucking <laughs> instruction, <laughs> yeah. eh? Like, he yeah. just looked like he's, oh, oh, he saw a you. butterfly or something and took off. And mm. I was like, oh. Yeah, there was a couple. There, there was one play. It was the, yeah, that one you're talking about yeah. where they said they when he didn't even think they were looking at that when yeah. they went to the try. Yeah. And they picked him up for being an obstruction. Yeah. And was it, um, uh, not Fats, uh, fucking Gould was Gould. going, fuck, what's yeah. going on? Yeah. Well, it's because they had... The, the Tigers were back set up ready for the kickoff and the Cowboys no one contested it nothing was going on Cowboys were just waiting for um, Adam Dewey to have a shoe and then they said no nah, hold up we'll have to go up and look at it and they looked at it and found it and a lot of people were saying it's, it's pretty shitty ass blah 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 and I think well at the end of the day the right decision was called it's the only thing that's shitty ass about it is the new rule yeah why are we just calling everything a try and then waiting till We've put the points on the board. That's Everyone's it. back set up in position. And then we call it. Isn't it easy just to go, go I'm not area. sure. Let's look at it. But it's know? taken. It's like in NFL. So that takes forever. It's exactly out of their playbook. So what they do is they award the touchdown. And then any scoring points. Yeah, they get review the whole play. Yeah, yeah. So, but the thing is, it's still got to be the. I would still rather, like you said, see the ref go, nah, I think that's a bit dodgy. Not award it. Go upstairs when he needs yeah. to. Yeah, but well, the thing is, that it seems like the refs are like, oh shit, sweet, it's all off the back of my shoulders. Yeah. I'm just going to ward it, and they yeah. can see upstairs. Yeah. And then these cunts do get set, and then the the, the points go up, which yeah. is shit house. Like yeah. I think Freddie yeah. was saying, yeah. um, I don't like are, seeing it go up and then come back are on the board, bro. Oh, that, like, uh, that's what they made a thing to do now this year. Yeah. Is just it's almost like the f- in the, like the EPL when they do VAR, they just go, yeah, sweet goal. Then you go do whatever you yeah, got to do after that, and then we'll we'll look at it while you're all doing the next thing. What are they we'll checking EPL just on side or? Uh yeah, just like build up. If there's fouls in the build up, if the players on side, or the if there's any like anything that someone's whinged about, they can go. Oh, this and he goes, yeah, yeah sweet, we'll check. But that's basically what they do. Then they just make they're trying to 
not slow the game down so much. Yeah, but so I just don't see what was neat. Like everyone, it's obviously just because there's people out there that are going, oh, they j- all they do is always go to the bunker. And it's like, I'd rather see him go to the bunker and get the right decision than we'll call it a try. Everyone will pack up. The Tigers thought they were two points behind and they were ready for a kickoff. They're sorting plays out. Cowboys are behind underneath the post swearing at each other and they come out and then the Cowboys go, oh, no, you're all right. And the Tigers are going, oh, fuck, we're down eight. And then the whole game changed. The fans are going off and fuck it. How does that help yeah. in any way? Like, yeah. why can't and we just fucking go upstairs? And also, I still believe that the bunker should never be able to watch replay in slow motion. It should always be uh, at game speed. Yeah. Because some of those fucking, like, some of the separation and stuff is bullshit. Oh, because yeah. you still get it down and yeah. you can't do it. Like, if I was putting it down in three, four, ten times slower, I'd just go grab it and mm. then go like that. But because I'm at game speed playing, it's going to go down and I'm going to get pressure on it even though there has been, even if it's like it's they see separation, it still goes down with yeah. pressure. Yeah. It's um, it's just we like, the, I don't know about always playing everything at full speed because sometimes it gets really hard with all those plays in there, but slowing it down to like fucking as slow as they do, like, if you need to slow it down just gradually, like yeah. half speed, just so you can see what's going on, that's all right. But when we slow it down and we loop it back and forth and slow it down on the hand... Yeah, they do boomerangs on yeah. the shit. Yeah. And like, the, one, the ones where it's they're sitting there for fucking two minutes going back and forth and you could maybe see like a little bit. It's just like, just that's when you got to have a thing now where it's just like if it's like 60 70% could be a try then it's a fucking try. Yeah, cuz if you if you're telling me you can't pull off uh pull out forward passes on video yeah. red yeah, then fucking don't do it yeah, in exactly. slow motion. Exactly. And then and there's also one where the video ref goes, all right, we're all clear from hooker, um, like from the pass from hooker, there's no yeah. knock on. And the, the commentators go, oh, the ref didn't ask yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, we're not checking that. Yeah, yeah that's, but they, they, check they the go back too play. far now. Yeah. And there could be anything, like things happen. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, if he's missed it, that's his fucking fault. That's don't, a, don't. That's another thing they were blowing up about is um, the bunker ruling on. So it was in the Parramatta game. I yeah, think. and it went back two plays. No, no, that was last week. But yeah, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, that one they went back for the crusher tackle on first tackle and it was fourth. But yeah, this week in the Para game, Para challenged a challenged a call about a, a, a strip error or something like that, and then they went back to the to the they obviously did their captain's challenge and they had a look at it, and the video ref found an infringement by Para, so saying he, he passed it off the ground instead of it getting stripped or something, and he's like, I didn't lose, I didn't get it. I didn't lose the ball. I like passed it, yeah. and then he said, "Oh, Yelbo hit the ground, and then you pass it." So you won your challenge. You keep your challenge, but you get penalised. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it's like the the everyone in the commentary was going, "Oh, they didn't ask you that. Like, did, did he fucking get stripped or not?" And I like, but then again, you can't see any. Everyone in the commentary was saying, "Oh, you're not ruling on that." But if you see an infringement, you can't let it go. Like, we can't go to a play and then like. We'll see a fucking brawl there and then yeah. you can't say anything about it. Like yeah. you have you have to call what what's fucking That's right. What, what's Not there. the David Cowboys, bro. Oh. <laughs> like you can grab some other one, Keynes. Um Yeah. Fucking crazy. Panthers are so fucking good though. Oh, sorry. How good are the Panthers? <laughs> like, and that's the thing we're talking about halfbacks before, and because uh, on my screen here, you, don't, you guys don't have screens. So yeah. I'm looking at all the scores and shit because I need to. I don't watch as much footage. It's like six weeks in to get those fucking LCDs sitting here. Yeah, that'd be sick. <laughs> no, nah, we should. We'll have something like up there. 
We'll Dro- we drop don't? it down, yeah. Something <laughs> that comes out of the ceiling. In the undisclosed location yeah. of with, the new studio. With our OnlyFans money, just <laughs> fucking down. <laughs> with our OnlyFans money account, we'll be fucking doing the KP and just sticky taping some fucking photocopied <laughs> shit on the wall. Our OnlyFans will make dog shit money. <laughs> Unless the boys all chip in and hook us up. <laughs> yeah, it'll just be all the footy bees <laughs> going, <laughs> buying it just to go, what the fuck are you cunts doing? <laughs> Yeah, but you're right. Penrith are fucking excellent. Yeah, and that and that's the thing. It's like Penrith set themselves up to where Cleary can can be a ball runner when he wants to. He can, <laughs> and that's it. The defense is going. What the fuck's he gonna do? Right. And then Lou, and then uh, it's Lou I. Eh? Yeah. Um, but also just going off that last name, I noticed about um, Papal. How do they say it now? Papali. Papali'i. Papali'i. Oh, bro, that does me head bro. in, bro. And who who did it come from? The first so one. So the. There's a bloke who plays for Parramatta. His name's Isaiah Papali'i. And his name is spelt the same, but it's got an apostrophe between the, the two I, the, like the last I. So, and I think he's gone to the league and said, my name's actually Papali'i, not Papali. So they've, like, obviously the league's gone now to their gone, commentators oh, and they've gone to the commentators and said, oh, it's Papali'i, let's change it. And they've just changed it for Papali as well. So I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's right yeah. or if it's wrong, but to me, the apostrophe makes it Papali'i and for for pa- for Josh Papali, I think it's still just Papali, but I think they're just they're just trying to do and it just to be correct, face, you know. Yeah. I just can't it. have it for that long and I'll then just come out and change yeah. it. I just changed my last name to my Twitter handle or my fucking well, Insta you, handle. There's yeah. the same thing at the Raiders that the fullback, Sean's, Sean's nickel yeah. clockstar. Yeah, now he and, says something else. And his name's actually, because his family's from... Um, um, Norway or something and it's actually Klukstar and it's spelled Klokstad so they've been calling him Sean's Nickel Klokstad and he didn't even know oh, he really? said he said I found out through family that it was actually Klukstar and now they've got to call him that so the <laughs> name's changed it's just weird seeing someone calling him, calling him a name for three years yeah and because oh, for me Papali's sick man yeah yeah Papali's yeah. a bit much yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like all these commentators are saying just shut the fuck up cunt yeah, but you just call him Big Papa. That's right. The, the first party. time I heard it, I was like, "Oh, they're fucking up his name. They're not saying Papali." And then they're all on board. I'm like, "Shit!" <laughs> I thought Maybe. there was. I honestly thought there was another bloke on the team, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Oh shit, there must be a new guy." And yeah. then I'm looking, and then they're like, "Yeah, Big Josh Papali here." I'm like, "No, <laughs> man." Then I think yeah, they said you know it's in force with Canberra and Queensland. I'm like, they're talking about Papali. Yeah. But they're <laughs> <laughs> They've all had the strokes. They've all had fucking did you, strokes. Did they do it with um fucking Reed Mahoney as well? Yeah, but they go Reed Mahoney. Yeah. Right. There's one player I can't even remember. He's got a short last name. They've changed that up as well, and I can't fucking remember who it is because I noticed that one. Um, oh well, you can't talk about it then, yeah, can you? Yeah. If you nah, don't remember, can't. <laughs> Sick. Thanks. Thanks yeah. for bringing that up. I'll just make it up. <laughs> Get him on OnlyFans. Christian <laughs> Fred. <laughs> Christian Fred. Yeah, I just put a posture for you over one of the E's. I'm like, that one's silent, motherfuckers. <laughs> and then so is the D, so it's Frey. <laughs> I'm going to join the band and then we're going to start an OnlyFans. Oh, <laughs> that bald guy, the Frey, is sucking me. Full convinced you are getting on OnlyFans. He, you know what this cunt does? He, he says one thing at the start. It's like the fucking <laughs> earring story. <laughs> he... 
He fucking says one thing and it sits in his the back of his head the whole time that you're <laughs> to talking. To be fair, bro, that earring story sits it in my head. It wasn't. It was not funny at all. It's be- I think it could be pushing on Nathan's roof story. Bro, I sleep. When I, when I go to bed at night, I sleep going, oh my God, the earring story was like, so funny. I told my missus, I was like, check this story out that Keenan said. <laughs> and I told the whole thing and she was like, and, and she sometimes, she'll, she'll be like, oh, it must have been there. And she was like, no, nah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. That's yeah. a lot. <laughs> if you're a stand-up comic, you're turning that into a bit. Wait, bro, when we started OnlyFans, you know how... <laughs> I don't know personally because I ain't on that shit. Mm. But I'm on it for other people. There's some like... Click- My name's James Peach. There's, <laughs> 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 there's some clickbait shit going, you know, you get the paywalls and yeah. shit. We got to fucking set up some hectic paywalls because no one's just going to fucking pay our $3 a month and then expect to get all our shit. Especially if we're putting down good shit with like Dave Fafita and that. <laughs> I want paywalls, homie. Because the, so the worst thing is you get in, you think you got the goodies. Right. Oh, not me, I didn't get it. <laughs> He's talking. <laughs> you, you, you fucking know too much, Dana. <laughs> you think you got the goodies, bro. And yeah. they send you a message going, my private show. 10 bucks to forget this. Bucks. Yeah. An extra 10 bucks. Well, I was, like, yeah, bro, I, I, was I gave like you $6.75 last year. <laughs> what do you I mean? Did the when it was 50% off. Yeah, I did the intro. <laughs> I did like the intro prize for Ava Adams, right? I did her intro prize. And Ava Adams was like putting up one thing a day. But in the chat, she'd be like, yeah, yeah like, hey, hey, homeboy. You <laughs> Wait a second. Me, you want to see me masturbate? Isn't she that- a por- porn star? Yeah. What the fuck are you yeah. paying for it for, you because idiot? Because <laughs> I did not. I was checking out what only how they did it on OnlyFans. Yeah, so the only reason you go on there is to see chicks you used to go to school with. It's pretty much the only reason. Yeah. I so I, I've got this. I've got this porn star, but it's like. <laughs> It's not you, me. I mean, so like you pay for that. People. You pay for that behind that paywall. Once you get behind that paywall, it's like a stripper. Like when they come to the house, it's like, oh, you you want to pay like hundred, yeah. like two hundred, yeah, one hundred and fifty yeah. an hour. And but then, then we're gonna keep the undies yeah, on yeah. until you get. It's just like that. don't know, mate. Never yeah. never had a stripper come to me. Isn't house, that right? the worst? You get yeah. like one hundred and fifty an hour. Like oh, this would be right. They walk around naked a bit, serve a few drinks. They walk around in their bikinis and shit. I'm like oh. Hundred bucks in the top off. I don't just gave you hundred and fifty. <laughs> right, if they're if they're bartending, like if they're doing um topless bartending or stripping and they don't have their top off, that's ridiculous. But when they say, Oh, do you want to see more, take the ones off, I'm like, No, nah, I can imagine. No, yeah. Like <laughs> why do I need that? I just want to see those fat titties out. Yeah. Right. And bring me another drink, bro. <laughs> yeah. We need to get like a weekly one here. Just walking around. Yeah, that'd go down well. well. That'd go down Stay upstairs, bro. Me, Leo, and the boys are into it. <laughs> no, I'm saying Maddie is. <laughs> <laughs> That's free. Just got to make She's sure like you pay the rent. lactating and shit. <laughs> 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 My child's six months old, mate. That's not happening. This chat's getting shit out. Yeah, fuck. Just <laughs> get away from like the... Sexual So side we got of it. we got the Broncos, Panthers, Knights, Sharks, Storm Roosters, Seagulls, Titans, Rabbitohs, Wests, and Raiders, Eels. Oh Jesus. And we start with a good one tomorrow night, the Broncos, Panthers. I think the Broncos get beaten in a cricket score. <laughs> like I'm the biggest Bronx fan ever. Is this at Suncourt? Because they're back, aren't they? Oh, yeah, um, I, think yeah. it, I think it is. I think it's here. Only thing about that game, good start is Broncos have won the last four out of the last five games against the Panthers. Yeah, it's a Suncorp. 
So, Panthers, so I'm, I'm, you know, also, I'm just showing that out there. I'm trying to win. keep myself. Well, Panthers are paying a dollar three. Clint, and Bronx are playing thirteen. Clint's bucks, just got to make training go to eight thirty, so I don't have to bother fucking watching it. Panthers are paying a dollar twelve. I think thirteen plus. <sighs> like there is zero money in that. You could put your house on it and still not win anything. How like how much plus Broncos get for a decent bet? You know, like if you put if. I wonder what like the line. Yeah, the line. The would line be to is, get like a six dollar bet on Bronx or. Well, the line to get the Bronx at a dollar ninety is twenty eight and a half start. I think. And I, I think s- that's a bet, man. I still don't think that's enough. You know, like I reckon the Bronx lose by at least thirty, probably forty. See, look, Penrith. <laughs> Penrith put thirty. How points crazy on is we talking about? It. How crazy is the talk about that? Like just saying, like oh, I think Bronx lose about fucking thirty or forty. I just think like. Penrith put 30 points on Canberra last week. And Canberra's a good defensive side. We are rotten on defense. Who like knows? Broncos, you know, their change up of the know, squad. Yeah. Bringing those we'll fucking guns you. in. We're we'll drop testing you and we'll play Richie Kenner in the centers. That'll fix all our nah, problems. Je- Je- Richie Kenner played last week and Jesse yeah. Arthurs is coming in for... Yeah, but Jesse I don't mind now. Jesse Arthurs. Well, Jesse Nui's defense is fucking atrocious. So. In saying that... Richie Kenner's got to try and tackle Villiami Kikia down the yeah. edge. He's, I don't even know how he honestly is in that squad, but, uh, I mean, it wouldn't be that hard. Yeah. <laughs> that whole, that Penrith left edge is having a, f- like, how are we going to stop Kikia, Burton, Toto? And where's Burton going next year? Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Is yeah. he a trade at the moment? or no. Nah, just going to the Bulldogs. Well, he's, he's and he's a Panthers junior? Yeah, he's come through Panthers. And Shit, and they didn't sign him. Well, they, they didn't, they tried to keep him, but um, Trent Barrett just went over from Penrith to the Dogs and just said, you're coming with me and signed him on a big on a big deal. And he'd barely played, I think he'd played three games of first grade when Barrett said, yeah, you're the long-term half at the Dogs, we'll give you big money. So it's going to be him and Flanagan in there next year, two young halves, if they can play a season together, two seasons together and build, and the sky's the limit. But and then we got also John Morris getting a flick. Yeah, this one's a bit... Um, a bit out there came out last night John Morris was pretty much pretty much shown the door he decided to walk before he got the got the flick but they've already told him they weren't re-signing him and they've they've earmarked Craig Fitzgibbon as the as a replacement he signed a three-year deal today to start next season and John Morris was just fucking shafted pretty much after being given a side with no salary cap and taking him to the finals the two years he had him. And he's taken these kids. He was their reserve grade coach. So he's taken kids like Brennan and Hamlin Ueli from being a an under a junior's rep, junior rep, trade to playing for New Zealand, like Britton Nakora, Bronson Sherry before he smoked all the drugs. <laughs> and then like... He was playing well, eh? Yeah, Brent? he was yeah. killing it. I wonder was, why. Yeah, Because yeah. it's on all the drugs. And he was quick. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> he was injecting crack and smoking steroids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like he he did a good job with him for what he did. Like he didn't have a cap. That like he couldn't go out and get players. He they said here you got to do what you can, and then he got him to the finals twice. And now he's just been sort of shafted for Craig Fitzgibbon, who's by all accounts a great coach, but he's never had a head coaching job. Yeah, so. I don't know what that's saying to Craig Fitzgibbon. You come here, you you get us to the finals twice, I'm going to boot you. And now Craig Fitzgibbon is going to have a cap his first year there. So if he doesn't do well his first year, he's pretty much out the door. Like Their, their board has just set a real bad start 
And the playing group loved John Morris. Sean Johnson was seen on the on the Matty John show last week, giving massive raps. Chad Townsend gives him massive raps all the time. So all these all these key players uh, they love him. So I just don't I don't see where it benefited them at all to get rid of him. But you'd think they'd even try and have a couple of chats to the players as well to, before yeah. they start making a decision. Well, at least let him like finish his year out. They sort of just fucking booted him early, you know, like. So, other, I don't know. Josh Hannay will step in and, and coach him for the rest of the season. So, it's not a bad replacement to look after him for the next, what is it, 18 rounds. Jeez, is that how long we got to fucking <laughs> deal with this shit for? Hopefully get him to the finals again. And they're right in the race to, to still make the eight. Like, they're playing decent footy. They're three from five. They're, yeah. They've won as many games as Melbourne. So I just know my Dragons are going to be there in the end. <laughs> <laughs> St. George, Ula Walla Broncos. <laughs> what have we got? we got um, Griffin down there. Um, Normie, yeah. McCulloch, yeah. Maguire. Hunt. Hunt. Bird. Killing it. Bird. Bird. Yeah. <laughs> and you had both the Sims brothers. Yeah, yeah that's right. Crazy. And they're all playing out of their skin pretty much. Mm. Like, they're fit. Sims last week was scoring like seven tries, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, charged, charged down every kick because yeah. he's that fit and agile. Um. Yeah, so Knights, Sharks. That This is a close game because... I'm my, saying Sharks because yeah. Knights are fucked. My rule of thumb is stay away from teams who have, who have just lost a coach or got a new coach or anything like that because they could come out and fucking absolutely brain it and just run them off the park because they're fucking... They're that G'd up, ready to go, or they could come out and just be dog shit. So I think I'm going to... Knights, welcome back. Jacob Saifidi. They welcome back Kurt Mann and Bradman Best, which are three pretty decent ins. So, I don't know. I think I'll I think I'll think take the Knights just. But it's going to be... The vetting odds are for the Knights. Yeah, I'd probably just edge the Knights, but... And then the Storm, the storm and the Roosters, at the start of the year, wouldn't think, yeah, like the... The way the betting goes is dollar thirty five storm and then roosters three twenty five. Really fuck. Yeah. But the roosters are just so injury they're just heavy on injuries, like like not even little injuries, like their captain, they're two captains from the start of the year, one's retired, one's got a head knock, he'll be gone for twelve weeks. Um, you've lost your five eight who is an origin five eight. You've lost Hawker retired. Gone for the head. year. Yeah. Yeah. You've gone for the year. Victor um Sam Verrill still isn't back. Victor Radley's second game after ACL, like these are like your six best players, and they've gone, or one of them's back playing, but he's running around on one still bung leg, you know, like he's only just coming back into it. And your halfback's seventy eight kilos, yeah, and they still fucking managed to yeah. put points on Wait, last week. Has Brett Morris said that he's not playing New South Wales or Australia yet? I don't know. I think they they retired from rep footy years ago, but Josh yeah. Josh Morris played. Um, for New South Wales in 2018, so I don't know. They surely they he's got to be in the tour because Morris he's is up there on the try scoring list. Isn't he's he? a top, top, yeah. yeah he's By got 11 him. drives in five games. Fuck. He's ridiculous. <laughs> like that, those numbers are fucking unheard of. 11 tries in five games. It's average of two or two point two tries a game or something. This is quick, yeah. quick math. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Straight off the dome. Dana knows his shit. 2.2 tries. The Roosters' back line is fucking exceptional. Like, you still look at it, they're back five. Tedesco, both Morris boys, Tupo and Joey Manu. 
That's freak. And you still got a decent forward pack. Still got Hargraves, Lindsay Collins, Tupanua, Angus Crichton. Yeah, and they're just coming back in this week. Yeah, just need to, to just need to work, work the way they did last week, where it's just the big boys bash, and then try and give these halves as much time because Drew Hutchison's still a young half. He's played a fair bit of NRL, and then Sam Walker's obviously just eighteen years old, second game, brain in it. So, just give them all the time, all the time you can, and hope like fuck they come up with the goodies. Yeah. And then Seagulls, Titans. Obviously, we're going Titans on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I went Warriors last week. I was expecting a no. fucking flogging a little bit there. At the moment, who's your Queensland fullback? Well, Ponga's only just played his first game of the year, so I don't know. Wasn't um, that where we were sitting last year without not knowing who was going to be there? Yeah, true. And to, to be fair, AJ Brimson's had a decent start of the year, but he hasn't really been killing it. In the last couple. Yeah, he's just been... Well, to be fair, he hasn't had to because they've been so good, the, the Titans, and they've just been like... You know, you go to the back line when you hit the front runner and David Fita rolls 10 blokes and scores. Yeah. So they don't have to like do that flashy shit. And Brimson was good last week, and so was Ponga, and Ponga's first game back. So it's good we've got healthy competition for spots because there was... A year or two there where we were sort of trying to fill spots. So, mm. do you yeah. think they consider Holmes at fullback? Is he there? Um, is he at fullback still for the Cowboys? Yeah. Well, there's no way they'd be doing Holmes over Brimson. But that, that is, oh, he's, I think he's, he's, Holmes is definitely wing, a win. You don't you don't bring someone like Philip Sammy back into the team. You definitely he had a terrible fucking. No, you have Holmes and Corey Oates on the wings for Queensland. Do you? <laughs> you have Holmes and Coates. Yeah. Xavier Coates. Yeah. And then you have that's if Oates just doesn't fucking man up and Caelan say Ponga. I can play. With yeah. <laughs> I love him on the wing, eh? Caelan Ponga probably starts at fullback, and then Brimson will be like a fourteen, because yeah. with Jake Friend gone, they were not going to play two hookers because unless they play Reed Reed Mahoney. No, nah, but Ben Ben Hunt can want. play eighty minutes. Yeah, well, if Ben Hunt keeps the form, he's got uh like once he gets back from his leg, I think his leg he'll come back just before Origin one. Yeah. If, if they pick him and they put him on the bench, I don't see why not. Because every time he plays Origin, he fucking kills it. So. Oh, yeah, fucking right. He's just a good player. Oh, he is. He's a great player. Yeah. But it's good that we've got options now. Like, fuck. It seemed like last year and the last couple of years, we were just like... Scraping. Scraping yeah, for like, players. And yeah. now all of a sudden, we've got all these fucking players that can fill multiple positions. We were just scraping mainly for outside backs. But now we've got Holmes, Ponga, Brimson... Uh, Coates, Gagai, who always kills it at Origin. Yeah, we just Gag- had a lot Gagai of did all the steroids in the yeah. offseason. <laughs> he is huge. He look, every time I see Shells play, I'm like, is that Latrell? Oh, I, no, I think Gagai. there's like a, a person that gets to the game early to paint the jersey on him. That's what he, you, know, you can t- you can tell every fucking ripple with his fucking jersey. Latrell's just got one, and it's just yeah, a yeah. big one. Just a gun. Fucking. Who do you think the other center will be? Like, obviously, Gagai will be one. Do you think they pick Branko Lee again? No, he's bro. He played for East on the weekend. Yeah, well, he's coming back from injury. He's only coming back through cup, and he'll he'll get back in that Melbourne side, and they'll put Remus Smith on the on the wing and drop Jennings. But I just like I just like Brenko because he's defense. Like, yeah, he's a defensive center. Like he's not the center that's gonna come out and fucking like do a Joey Mano and throw a flick pass and set cunts up and shit. But defensively, he kills it. And in that game three at Suncorp last year, he. Defensive masterclass, absolutely brained it. Do we do we really have that many options in that in that position though? Yeah, do well we that, anyway? that's one thing. And if we've got a defensive masterclass of a centre, 
on one edge and then Gago on the other. That's a pretty good. You just fucking swing ride. Kurt Capewell back in there. That's <laughs> it. That's the best game. Kurt Capewell back in there, swinging his cock around. Well, that's a good thing. Glory holes and shit. Well, there's glory hole on that try line. Can we record it for anything? Run there. Look behind you on the ground. <laughs> I thought that Lee, um, Leo was going to be there. <laughs> no, he's on the other side of that box there. <laughs> With that little fucking pink worm dangling. <laughs> Come, there's nothing little on that dog, i tell you what. <laughs> he's got a really small cock. Why has he got a big dick mat then? Well, no, big. he's got a little mat and then he's got... That's just his foreskin. They turned it into a mat. <laughs> when I first I bought him, I thought he was actually... Freedy's dog because he had a really small cock. <laughs> and I realised, oh wait, it's just Freedy's twin dog. <laughs> no, because he's circumcised. You never seen one before. <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Keenan, what do you reckon about Rabbitohs West Tigers? Oh, after the performance of Tigers on the weekend and watching Rabbitohs flog the fuck out of the Broncos, you yeah. know, you'd have to go there. Rabbitohs, and then this is probably the best game. They're probably game of the round. I'd say Ra- Raiders Eels because. Mm. I I actually tipped Raiders because yeah. I hate the fucking Eels and uh, they were on a, such a big roll and then they lost a game and maybe they could come crashing down, you know, a little bit. And Raiders and also, Ra- they both lost, so they're both going to be out there looking for a win. And Paris got Brown out as well. Mm. Yeah, but I, I, I feel like Raiders are probably going to come out a bit harder for that win after the loss than Eels probably would. Yeah. And plus, I hate the fucking Eels, so I'll just go with the Raiders. Yeah, I'll go Raiders on that. And then we got uh, Dragons Warriors. Uh, yeah, I went Dragons, and you got to tip the teams that are in form, yeah, dra- obviously, yeah, until dra- they lose. Dragons are smoking hot. Yeah, Dragons for sure. Dragons on that. And then we finish with a good game, Cowboys-Bulldogs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> game and of the Cowboys, <laughs> too. Oh, you, well, you, when are you ever going to tip Bulldogs fucking I t- in the I next? think I tipped them. Because they didn't look, like last week they put eighteen on Melbourne. Not oh, did they? What was the score? Fifty to eighteen. <laughs> 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 but no, they, they so you mean was that when Melbourne pulled up the brakes and they stick a fucking score on tries or they scored their first one in the first half? Gentlemen's yeah. rule. They're so it's like, like Broncos basically. They they got a good you know they got a bit of in them for about twenty. Yeah. 25. Well, I just think the Cowboys coming off a big win. They probably get all hyped. The only the only thing. What are you talking about the Cowboys now? Cowboys got going for him is <laughs> Jason Talmalolo coming back, which could help him. But other than that, they're still the same shit team they were a couple of weeks ago. Like, and the Bulldogs, they seem to be one of those teams that put a hundred percent effort in. Does he know game. who's playing? Or <laughs> <laughs> it's not Cowboys. Oh, it is. Yeah, it oh, is. okay. Yeah. Fuck. I've <laughs> just <laughs> had a fucking mind blank. I think it's because we we're talking about what's Melbourne. Going on nah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I take that. Reedy's looking at me, going, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> Um, it's me playing with myself. So Continue. Sorry, <laughs> 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 I have no idea what the fuck I was saying. Um, you're talking about Tamalala. Oh, um, yeah. But what what do you think about um, who is it trying to play for Queensland? Tamalala. Yeah. They've, what what do you think they about came that? Out, they came out yesterday and said they're not changing the rules for this year. Yeah, but what would you do with that? D- depends. Like, well, there's been so many players in the past that have played for both. Like, yeah. Most recently, like Daniel Tupo played for New South Wales and then just played for for, for Tonga. What's the difference? Tamalolo plays for Tonga. Why can't he play for Queensland? You know, like it, it just seems like there's a grey area. Whereas, like, if they play over there first, they can't come here. Whereas, if they play here first, oh, they didn't get picked for Origin, they'll just go play for their country. So, yeah. the eligibility rules have got to be 
stricter. Because I thought the eligibility rule was where you first play your first rep game rep for, no, or as a senior. There's, I don't think that's right. I don't know what they are, but I think it's like an age thing. Because like obviously it can't be where you're born. No, nah, no, it was, I was thinking it was supposed to be like where you played your first like first foot, like first top foot. tier football kind of. Yeah. Like, isn't but it? No, but I think it can't like, be if you just play like, like under 16's Queensland team, you're a Queenslander. No, nah, well, there's a lot of players. Like Trent Hodgkinson played um, under 20s for Queensland and got me into the match and he was... New South Wales halfback. Yeah. A so years didn't later. Kiri play for Queensland as well? Like yeah, in clear, yeah. Clear, uh, Kiri, I mean, not yeah. Kiri, see, I think, I think there's a senior. I think there's a senior thing in there. It's yeah, like no, first it's, rep as a senior. Yeah, there's different eligibility rules, but because like Tom Malolo would would only um, qualify because he moved here when he was 12 years old. He's been in Queensland since he was a kid. He he's just as much Queenslander as half the other fans running around here. Well, yeah. it, uh, so. uh, if you're a fucking citizen. Of the country, then, like, why can't you be eligible? It just, the only thing I don't like about it is they've said no, and we're not going to change the rules for Tamalolo. He can't play for Tonga and Queensland, but there's blokes in the past that have done it. Andrew yeah. Fafita, he played for New South Wales and then went and played for Tonga. Like, yeah. why is it? Like, I get it. I get it. He's a scumbag. Like, <laughs> I get saying, righto, we'll cut it off. These are the eligibility rules. We'll stick to them. But if you're going to have it going the other way, from here, to, from playing for Queensland, New South Wales, playing State of Origin, to then playing Tier One nations or Tier Two nations somewhere else, we, why are we letting them play over there after they've played here? It's like you either make the decision now or we leave it open and say, yeah, you can play there and here because yeah. you're dual eligible. Well, that's what the the thing with Tier Two is. That's the that's why they say Tier yeah. Two because you have the eligibility to yeah, play to for play both. both yeah. But if you're going to back to a Tier, tier one, one, you can't. Yeah. yeah. So Tier One is what in, uh, like England, Australia, England, Australia and New Zealand is Tier One, yeah. which is exactly why I don't understand what the problem is. Yeah. Tamalo he plays for Tonga. Yeah, that's right. So it just it, they just sort of it's just a massive grey area where they need to sort it out. They're, yeah, they got to sort it out, or they put one of those some of those island teams up to a tier one. Well, Tonga beat Australia. Yeah. They beat England, and I think didn't they even beat New Zealand? They're they're beating tier one nations. Yeah, a few of those teams are starting to you know get on the rise. They're, get, they're getting 100%. fucking way and better. Well, and if Samoa's they keep doing the same, they need thing. to keep doing that Samoa versus Tonga game every yeah. year because oh, that shit was sick. And some over on the that up and up too. Fire, bro. When they start, <laughs> <laughs> you're a dick. Man. When they start getting players like big name players, like a bloke like um, Tamalolo goes from playing for New Zealand because that's the only real option for him back then. To then he goes, oh, I want to play for Tonga, and then he goes and plays for Tonga, and everyone goes can't play. Fafita was playing for New South Wales and Australia, gave that up to go and play for Tonga. Yeah. And then like. Pango Junior wanted to play for Tonga. Everyone, they all wanted to go play for Tonga. And then you go look at Samoa. Look like Marty Tapao. He's playing. He's already played twenty tests for New Zealand. as well. I'll play for Samoa. And then you start getting people in. Jerome Luai's playing there. Nickel Clockstad's playing there. Like just these people, they need to start. It's like the big names that go there, build a case around them. But then we got to really start looking at moving them up, because if you let them leave Tonga in tier two, they're beating all the tier one nations and. It just seems pointless to have three teams in there. What's the whole point of having a having a tier system if you're going to let all the best players play in tier two anyway? Yeah, doesn't make sense. No. And especially if you're going to say tier two can play Origin, but then you have all the best players down there and you don't let them play anyway. Yeah, it's just confusing. The whole situation confusing. Get into them, don't you? Get oh, them, yeah, getting right up there. Yeah. Can you tell us how why your head looks <laughs> like a half sucked mango here? Huh? 
<laughs> Jesus. Talking through this one. We might get us on for a sponsor. <laughs> I can't even remember what they're called, but yeah. Was what, what was the barber you're going to, though, at Brookside? Aldo's, it? surely. No, it was the other one, wasn't it? I don't usually go to Aldo's because it's so packed. Yeah, you bro. go to, t- yeah. is it TM? HT. HT. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, don't, I used to go to Aldo's and then HT came in. I started going there because Aldo's was packed. Yeah. But then HT went dog shit. Yeah, we started getting that chick. Yeah, the Asian chick who yeah. can't actually see your head. So doesn't matter if she's Asian, Asian. she's a chick. Yeah. But, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more about the slanty eyes. <laughs> 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 it's just, I used to go there because Al, bro, Aldo's was just the line. And it's cash only, which is the dodgiest thing all yeah. the time. You pay so, for a haircut and get a free mini. Yeah. <laughs> or you get you get a, you, you pay for a mini and get a free haircut. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, well, I used to go there. And then they started doing dog shit haircuts. And I was at Brookside for a haircut and then this Lebo fella came around and he had, <laughs> and he had this fucking piece of paper and goes, Bob dollars of a haircut, bro. And I was like, oh, what? We're at? And he goes, a new barber up me, Big W. And I was like, oh, righto. And I fucking go up there for a while, rolled in. And there was like all these big Tolly boys and they were like telling me they play footy for South. And he's just like, oh, what, you just want a haircut? I was like, yeah, just shorten me up. Yeah. On the sides and that would probably lead the back of you. He goes, I'll give you mullet, bro. Then You're like, you know, bang, all, you know, all the year sevens, sevens. Yeah. I want to look like that. And then he just bang, <laughs> zip me, bro. Nothing left on the sides. <laughs> He's like, you know the those, right down, left the you know those young boys that I'm coaching at Mitchie at the moment. <laughs> fucking give me that shit. <laughs> give me that. <laughs> Shows <laughs> a photo of like Maxi and Halfbacks. <laughs> like, yeah, I want to look like that cunt. I wish they looked like me. <laughs> Did he line you at all? No, nah, there's no lines in there, is there? Yeah, I think he lined me up on top there. <laughs> <laughs> he j- he just went hard, bro, and I was like, "Yeah, just fucking hit me." Yeah. And then he gave me another five dollar voucher and a and a thing of gel, and I was out of there. He's going to. He's like, "Tell your boys, bring them down." And he's like, <laughs> "Can you gonna they, hit it?" They opened last Wednesday, and he you goes, "You gotta yeah. hit that." Fuck no. Uh, I got a fucking perfectly good barber, mate. I need to just fucking rule my hair like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is your barber local? Why you only just moved out these days? Yeah, EP. EP. Oh, he's not in the city anymore. No, he's got three or four stores, I think. Wasn't that one night where you went to your barber and then you met Post Malone? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I was out at dinner and then I went to go see him because I was around the corner and on the way there, I just bumped into Post Malone. <laughs> <laughs> Got a photo with you, man. Yeah, well, me and him were both shopping in fucking yeah. um, Louis Vuitton. You were both free And then we walked out the front and I was like, oh, bro, I just bought like six grand of shit. How much <laughs> you got? And yeah, but that was it. <laughs> I was going to his concert the next night too, and yeah. it was my birthday as well. So I was like, "Where the fuck did you meet Post Malone?" Bro, like he was—he came out. Oh, I went to dinner at um Jamie Oliver's restaurant for oh, my yeah. birthday That's with Maddie, and I was like, "Oh, we'll go see Ado, my barber," and he's around the corner. And we went backtracked away from the car, and then I looked at in front of Louis Vuitton. I just seen this guy standing there with a couple of guys, and well, they just he got real bags. faded. Like he was real. Yeah, he was off his chops, yeah. and they just had like a <laughs> lot of bags of Louis Vuitton stuff. And I was like, "Fuck, this guy's got a heap of shit." And I looked at Maddie. I was like, "Fuck, that's Post Malone." She's like, <laughs> "She's like, fuck off, idiot! Don't talk shit." And I was like, it's "No, there's, legit heap, there's heaps of guys that have always tied underneath their yeah, eyes tattoo." And then she's like, "Fuck, let's go get a photo." And I was like, "Oh no, nah, I don't really want to go over there. Like it's <laughs> awkward as fuck." And she just like dragged me over, and he was just like. Hey bro, how you going? Like he's fucking looking up and couldn't even open his eyes. I was like, "All right, uh, yeah, sick." <laughs> we'll put that up on our Instagram. I believe photo. every bit of the story except the bit where Keenan got dragged in there. I think he was dragging Maddie. <laughs> Fuck off! I was not. Nah, I'm just. Maddie's like, do you like, want to fight? He's already gone. Yeah. In, like, <laughs> he's I was like, yeah. Out, just Def- pushing them up. Off, mate. Postman's like, you know what would be better for this photo if you had double earrings. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and they're both infected. Uh, yeah. And, and Post Valley's like, anyway, also, do you have an OnlyFans account? <laughs> you're like, yeah. nah, but in the future, yeah. I will. She's like, yeah, we're getting one. You're on tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow night. Live at your concert. And was he sweet at concert? Yeah, it was awesome. I was fucking blind, but... Oh, uh, yeah. Well, we, like, could only get the seating. So, uh. I was sitting down, but... We were all standing up and all the people behind us were cracking the shits because we were just standing up the whole time. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, fucking look at us. I was like, can't you're at a fucking concert. Like, get the fuck out of the seat or get out of here. And I was blind though. As well, so. <laughs> Sweet as. First one in the new studio. Nice. And um, <laughs> we'll try to see how this sounds when we play it back. But um, yeah, obviously yeah. we'll try to sort it out if it's too echoey. Um, Sound a bit more serious tonight, I think. Yeah, it was I'm only here for the shit talk, you know. I don't want to well, fucking bro, be that's so all serious. I could, it was a I bit could straight up and down, eh? I yeah. Probably, well, because Dano gets onto the footy talks too. Right? Dano, know, when the footy chat comes up, Dane's like, yeah, and fucking <laughs> those. And then you're just like, all right, <laughs> we'll just, me and you, we'll just sit here and listen to Dane talk. <laughs> yeah, but that's my job. Your job is to crack the funnies and then we all get into it. Together. <laughs> yeah, well, we get. Yeah, but <laughs> this cunt's got one joke that he starts with and he just stays with it the whole time. Yeah, it's called a throwback, bro. <laughs> and I yeah, just throw it back you all throw the back time. Once and then once throw it back and I go throw it again. <laughs> and then you're going to get on the OnlyFans and throw yeah. it back too. And we're going to all skull after this one in our new studio. Do yeah. one for the buckets and see yeah. how we yeah, go. Yeah, we'll start a new one. I hope the fucking stopwatch goes over 10 seconds because yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what I'll be doing. <laughs> You get one of them bird food yeah. fucking things. And then next week on the show, we'll be circumcising um, <laughs> Keenan's dog <laughs> and making a new mat for him. <laughs> And, uh, and also all we'll have uh, on OnlyFans. Yeah, and then we'll have a titty girl down here too. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise known as Maddie. <laughs> and Keenan said that, not me or Dano. <laughs> How's the old broom in the background too? I've just realised. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's just sweeping away to all Dano's footy chat next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> all right, take us out, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thanks, boys. Thanks again. You gotta talk into, into, into the, the mic, man. Yeah, <laughs> another. I had it. I had it facing down to <laughs> yeah. my heart because that's where I beat for this yeah. shit. You know, <laughs> that's where she puts it when you blow. But back here, when <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. First episode in the in the new new yeah. studio. You know, yeah. sort of hooked up. New host. Right, ring light. Yeah. GoPro camera, <laughs> bro. For those who don't know, we're ring lighting. Yeah. We're like a fucking bitch doing our makeup down here. Yeah. It's sick. Um. Plenty of fucking soundproofing on the wall. This thing's going to be fucking tight. Eh? Yeah, no. <laughs> Great first step. We're just going to give a quick shout out to our bros at Brick Lane, hooking us up. Yeah, obviously Pretty not much. tonight. We just couldn't get around <laughs> yeah. to get the case. But uh, yeah, Brick Lane's always hooking us up. That's why yeah. we're drinking this trash at the moment because I just couldn't get around there. It's my fault, not theirs. Yeah. Mate's merchandise hooking us up. My thong's out the door there and they're fucking getting some use. Eh? I flog piss out of those cunts all the time. Oh, we stay so good. overexertion. Yeah. Straight <laughs> Look at that. Look at that T, bro. If he had nice arms, that'd look good <laughs> as. Freddy was trying to give me a fucking small, mate, because he's thinking everyone's <laughs> that? the same that, size. No, that's a large. Yeah, it? bro, of course it is. Is that Bruce from the game? <laughs> oh, there. That's, yeah, that's fucking. How's my knee, too? It's looking good. Shit. Fucking ready for the game this weekend. Nice, Clint. <laughs> Two minutes off the bench, please. <laughs> <laughs> also, shout out to Berg's Roman mentality. Still, still going fucking on. running shit over in Brazil, fucking killing it. Shout out to the right man, still loving it, still supporting Manly, even though they suck dicks. <laughs> um, and again, cheers, boys, another good one. Let's see us next week, yeah. yeah. Oh, we, what are we going to try to do Sunday or? Yeah, we'll actually have to do it yeah. on Sunday yeah, this yeah, time because no Sunday. more Wednesday nights for me, boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dog shit. Right, <laughs> right, peace. Don't be a mercenary and keep it stiff, boys. <laughs> <laughs>